Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi there, Wellness Wednesday listeners. This is Helen Nguyen, your CEO for 3W. Thank you so much for joining us again this Wednesday. We always have such wonderful guests that join our podcast. And today I have this beautiful, beautiful naturopath that's sitting in front of me. Her name is Adiola Mead. She's a naturopath. And right now you're in Bothell, Ballard. 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 Yeah, I always get the two confused. (laughs) Ballard. And she got connected to us in a variety of ways, but she's a natural path. So welcome to our podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. We've we've had natural paths come through and volunteer with us. And the four years that we've been open, we've been having a variety of people, but I've never had one on on, on our podcast. And sometimes people are like, what are natural paths? So I thought, you know what? I need to get Adiola here to explain what is a natural path? What is their scope of practice? How are they different from an MD, PA, ANRP? Because sometimes you can walk into a clinic like ours and there's a variety of acronyms to someone's name (laughs) that you don't know. So let's just start with the basic question. What is a natural path? A natural path. Yeah. A naturopath yeah. or a naturopathic doctor, a naturopathic yeah. physician yeah. is a primary care physician. Especially okay. here in Washington State, we have a full scope of practice in primary care. And wow. we are trained in primary care medicine with a specific focus on natural alternatives to drug therapies. Okay. So in Washington State, we can prescribe pharmaceuticals. But we have a therapeutic order. So at first, we might start with diet and lifestyle, or we might start with Mm -hmm. mindfulness, Mm -hmm. or we might start with botanicals. So we're trained in using herbal medicine effectively. Then if needed and when necessary, we can use pharmaceuticals. But it's helping the body's inherent ability to heal in all the natural ways that it can. Wow. That was so beautifully explained. That was very hard to find on Google. <laughs> when I was like, what is a natural path? It gave such a cumbersome definition. So when you say you approach a patient that's in front of you from a more from a more natural, like let's try to approach it from your diet, physical activity, does that usually kind of give you a blueprint on what to do next if those things didn't fix it or the that approach didn't fix it? Yes. Okay. So Here's the thing about naturopathic medicine is the way we practice means that we often spend more time with our patients. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much a chart note that's coming in Mm -hmm. or a series of symptoms 
that's coming in that we have a few minutes to, you know, triage and figure out which yeah. algorithm to use to figure out which medication or interventions to use. Okay. So initial visit, I typically will spend an hour with the patient. So, mm. and they fill out sort of extensive intake paperwork. So I know what their stresses have been, what their family history is, what's bringing them in, what they've tried. Mm-hmm. And patients tend to open up when you spend more time with them. Absolutely. So now I know not yeah. just what symptoms you have, but who it is that has these symptoms. And Mm -hmm. now I can figure out what types of interventions will help you best. So I had a patient this morning, actually, who wants to change her diet. And she said she hasn't been able to because she's experiencing a lot of grief right now. It's the fifth anniversary of her mom's passing away. Oh, gosh. And I told her, I know what that's like. It was at least seven years after my dad passed away before Mm -hmm. I could function properly. And I said, don't worry about your diet so much right now. You need to be really gentle with yourself Mm. and do these other little snippets of self-care, you know, focus on deep breathing and focus on getting enough rest. So yes, diet and lifestyle would be really helpful for her in the long run to help her manage her Mm -hmm. high blood sugar and metabolic syndrome. Mm -hmm. But right now, what she really needs is a little bit of rest, a little bit of gentleness, Mm. a little bit of compassion with herself. So Mm. as a naturopathic doctor, I think I'm always honored to just witness people Mm. and to meet them where they're at and find out what is the simplest way to help your body heal itself right now. Right, right. So meeting people where they're at, spending time with them, and sometimes it's just listening, right? Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So what got you on this path to become a naturopath? What was interesting to you? I mean, it's kind of obvious that you're such a personable person that that you want to spend time with people, but how did you even learn about becoming something like this, like yeah. this type of provider? Because yeah. you could have gone any other course, right? I could have. Yeah. And that's a great story. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm originally from Nigeria. And oh. um, my parents told me that as long as they could remember, I would yeah. just say, I'm going to be a doctor when oh. I grow up. So I was probably two or three. And if my grandparents would get sick, I'd say, you're not going to die, Grandpa. I'm going to take care of you. I'm your doctor. And I would like mash up herbs or I would like, you know, get sharp objects and say, yeah. I'm going to give you an injection, you know, and they're like, you don't take that away from the baby. But that was always my goal from before I can remember I was going to be a doctor. And then as I got older, I decided I was going to be an obstetrician and deliver babies because I love babies. Of course. So this was the goal. And I went through school and this was my singular focus always. I never considered doing anything else. Yeah. And then I was applying to medical school, mm-hmm. you know, my last year of college. And I went to visit my brother and he said, have you looked at these kinds of schools? Because he and my dad had actually worked with some herbal companies. I come from a family of herbalists and sort of indigenous healers, right? So wow. he is now a chemical engineer. So he and my dad had sort of sourced natural raw materials yeah. to make herbal medicine from Nigeria for some of these companies. So he That's knew so cool. about naturopathic medicine because this is the world they were in. Yeah. So he showed me the website for Bastyr University and I was like, what is this? And he was like, well, this, you know, this is medical school. And I looked mm-hmm. and I was like, well, this is medicine, isn't it? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, it's not conventional medicine. And I thought, Ooh. But this is what I want to do. This is what I thought I was going to be doing. Yeah. So I looked into it and I completely changed gears because it made so much sense to me to treat a whole person and to believe in the healing power of nature because we'd always grown up with herbs and community and, you know, having people just sit and visit and learn about each other and and counsel and just Mm -hmm. kind of surround each other as a form of medicine. And both Mm -hmm. of my parents always use herbal medicine to take care of us. I mean, it could have been a cold and a cough or it could have been a laceration and you still would have gotten herbs, right? So that made a lot of sense to me. So I decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. 
Wow. And went into naturopathic medicine. Is it cheaper? <laughs> I mean, like, like <laughs> do you go into as much debt as, like, an, a typical MD? You know, I I don't know. I think it depends. Okay. Because it's it's not cheap to go to naturopathic I'm medical sure. school. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah. But where you can end up, and you can, I mean, I... I had a lot of debt and yeah. my classmates had a lot of debt. <laughs> but there isn't the infrastructure for naturopathic medicine after you graduate that there is for, med- you know, like an MD. So yeah. you like you yeah. go into your residency and you work in a hospital. Whereas naturopathic medicine, you have to kind of figure out residencies on your own. I did a sort of an apprenticeship yeah. or a mentorship with a yeah. doctor yeah. that, you know, grew me up in, in yeah. practice you right. know, exponentially within a few years. Right. And then it's kind of what you do after. Right. So if you are in a huge HMO or if you're yeah. in a huge <laughs> private clinic somewhere, you know, yeah. you're going to make money back faster right, 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 to right. pay off your debt. Yeah. But as a naturopathic doctor, you maybe start a clinic or work in a clinic. So as uh, far as what you do after, sometimes you need to be creative so you can start to pay off that debt. I see. I see. So it depends like where the expensive part it, is. You yeah. Know? I just was. You know, a lot of people assume like, oh, that's the less expensive route because you hear about the debt that you kind of take on as a, a physician and it's just kind of daunting, yeah. you know? It is a lot of And debt. where did you where did you get your degree at Bastier? Yeah, at Bastier. Yep. Oh, wonderful. We've had wonderful a wonderful relationship with Bastier. They've we've had two naturopaths kind of shadow our medical providers to learn how to do pap smears. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so as a naturopath, can you since you look at someone holistically, can you specialize? Into mm-hmm. women's health or broader with family medicine mm-hmm. or I don't know what other specialties can yeah. you can you specialize in? Can yeah. you do that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and many naturopaths do. Okay. Um, you kind of start out as a generalist, mm-hmm. right? Because you learn so much at school. Right. But then life and practice will bring you often certain types of patients or you'll gravitate towards certain types of patients. Okay. And, like I personally have done a little bit of everything. I've done family practice. I've seen kids. I've seen women for perinatal health, oh. a lot of women's health. So I do I do pops in my practice yeah. and hormones. And I've done, oh my gosh, cardiovascular health. So you, you kind of see wow. various things. And now my focus over time has been working with women primarily who come in with sort of a, a constellation of fatigue, digestive concerns, mm-hmm. and like anxiety or depression. Mm-hmm. They always kind of come together. And I have systems, right? Because I see it so often. It's yeah. like, I guess this is my specialty. These yeah. are my people. So I'm now over years and years of seeing the same type of patient have honed a way yeah. of treating them more succinctly, right? So more efficiently. Wow. That process, uh, just listening to you to describe that, that process is really naturally created and allows you to kind of focus on what interests you Mm -hmm. as a naturopath. That's really neat. And you said you've seen kids. Oh, That's really cool. I did not know that naturopaths can specialize in pediatrics either. Absolutely. And I have some incredible colleagues who see primarily kids. And natural medicine works so well with children, too. Yeah. Um, Their immune systems respond really well to natural medicine, too. And I think it's also a great way to teach children how to take care of themselves early on mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. is to help them know that there are practices you can use and food you can use as medicine mm-hmm. and herbs that are easy to use that help you feel good. And I think it's mm-hmm. really good training for life. Yeah, to not just like take a pill as a Band-Aid. Right, or expect a pill is yeah. going to take care of, <laughs> yeah, of, of everything, everything for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it doesn't yeah, work yeah. that way. So being Vietnamese, I'm very uh, – grew up with parents that are – 
very heavily more herbal than than pharmaceutical mm-hmm. kind of methods of of taking care of us or we would use like oils like and all of that stuff. So does naturopath incorporate eastern types of medication and or approaches Absolutely. and how does that how is that different from being from Nigeria? Yeah. You know? How is that different from someone from Vietnam yeah. that approaches herbal medication or mm-hmm. is that very similar? Yeah, I think it can be similar. There are like cultural nuances, right? Yeah. And how different cultures use herbal medicine. But yeah. for the most part, naturopathic education teaches Western herbs and Western mm. medicine. Although okay. some of my colleagues definitely will go into the program with a great interest in acupuncture and oriental medicine and yeah. then can also get their master's in acupuncture or their doctorate in acupuncture and oriental medicine while pursuing their naturopathic degree, right? So wow. I have colleagues that are both when they come out. Right. Acupuncturists, yeah. naturopathic doctors, and are well-versed in Asian yeah. herbs and yeah. herbology, yeah. right? So it depends on your interest, okay. for sure, on how you kind of specialize in your in your toolkit. Everything yeah. ends up kind of being a toolkit. And uh-huh. then being from Nigeria, right? Like I'm very aware of some of the herbs that we get from Nigeria. And if I yeah. see them on a product or if I'm interested in using it, then I, I know what it does and how it can work well mm. with some of the Western herbs. So I think you bring a lot of yourself to the medicine. Yeah. And that's one of the the freedoms and like the art of practicing, right? Like there's so much that each person brings of themselves to interactions with patients, but also the way that you practice is very much a part of who you are, an extension Mm. of who you are. Mm -hmm. Would you say that naturopaths are like pharmacists too? Because you get to kind of play with the chemicals and and compounds of natural herbs. Yeah. I mean, it's you learn so much about biochemistry. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this necessarily going into naturopathic medicine, but mm-hmm. we had like an extensive education in biochemistry and what actually happens in the body and how it responds to what you put into the body, right? Mm-hmm. So we know how your liver responds to different types of foods and medicines and so yeah we can like get some herbs together and decide okay for you because of this this this, and this I Mm want to put these four herbs together and this one is going to be the driving herb and this one is going to be supporting herb because it does this so you Mm -hmm. learn what different herbs do and how they work well together and then match it with the specific needs of that person so there's a creative aspect of that but yeah you do dispense herbs or you dispense natural medicines the way a pharmacist would that's so interesting Mm -hmm. I just never thought of it like that because I feel like that's like a um, kind of like an, an original way of how pharmacists like came about <laughs> apothecary yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. kind of care. So can you find naturopaths in a typical hospital setting? Because I feel like naturopaths are new, fairly new kind of niche way of approaching medicine. Can you find them in a hospital setting? Can you find them in more conventional healthcare settings? From my observation, you guys usually kind of go and do your private kind of private care does that include do you take insurance Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like all those questions that my patients usually ask yeah it depends on where you practice so each state has different sort of legislation so in washington state Uh naturopathic doctors are licensed as primary care physicians so we can prescribe pharmaceuticals we can we have a broad scope there are other states that have a more limited scope so that kind of determines how the scope of your practice is the legislation in the state that you're in okay but there are lots of places that are not necessarily licensed in the way that naturopaths can have that greater scope Mm -hmm. but then i have lots of colleagues who go and practice in some of those states and then 
our adjunctive mm-hmm. care for cancer care, hospitals, or work as consultants. So they're just different ways that you can use your skills, even if you don't have that primary care scope that you were taught and you were trained in initially. So yeah, there are lots of naturopathic doctors that are in bigger hospitals, but more often, especially with the distribution of different types of legislature, you'll find naturopaths kind of together with other natural wellness or alternative care practitioners together in a clinic that offers all those alternatives to conventional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would think it's really, it would be really beneficial for a hospital setting to have a set of naturopaths on their team because as you probably can see medicine has become become so revenue driven yeah right so so the way you practice care and and medicine for your patients is very aligned with how 3w approaches our our type of care for our women we take up to an hour we see women as a holistic person Mm -hmm. and considers how is this problem that she's coming in with physically manifest itself into psychologically, spiritually, mm-hmm. relationships with mm-hmm. the community and herself and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So there's such a, a common thread with how naturopaths approach medication or mm-hmm. medicine. So yeah. that's really, really neat. Yeah. So what's a message that you want a listener to hear if they if they've tried, you know, going to the doctors and they're just not being heard? What's something that could lessen their anxiety about because there's a lot of stereotypes about naturopaths that's why I really (laughs) wanted to get you on a podcast to make sure that people feel like it's real (laughs) because sometimes people are like I don't know you're messing with a bunch of herbs that doesn't seem very approachable like Mm. not mainstream medicine Mm -hmm. which has become like I said very profit driven you see a doctor in like what 15 15 minutes if you're lucky Right, more like seven, ten. Yeah. yeah. Like these are busy, you know, practices. Yeah, because yeah. you see like what, 20, 30 patients a day. Yeah. And on top of that, you have to chart for everything and it's just go, go, go. And then you have to code. Yep. You know, if you don't have a person that just codes for you, right. it, it's very much like here's the prescription. Bye. Good luck with this band aid kind of solution. Mm-hmm. What would you say to a patient that is looking for something more? is what I can see that natural paths can offer. That's just been hesitant. Yeah. I will say that there's a place for both types of medicine, right? I always tell patients, if you cut off your finger, don't come to my (laughs) clinic. Go to the ER. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to help you. Please go to the ER. Yeah. For emergency med uh, mm-hmm. medicine, mm-hmm. for you know some specialty care that requires a lot more intervention, conventional yeah. medicine is incredible. Life-saving. Yes. Where I think naturopathic medicine shines is in dealing with chronic conditions. Mm. I have a cousin who is a nephrologist on the East Coast, and he started during the pandemic actually taking all these courses in alternative medicine, natural yeah. medicine, using food as medicine, because he said he got tired of having patients come in once a year and just refilling their medication. Yeah. He's like, this isn't working. It's years and years and years. This is right. medication. Like, right. I'm not getting better. Mm-hmm. So he educated himself on how to teach people to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I would say for people who are interested or curious about naturopathic medicine, that's really the purpose of naturopathic medicine mm-hmm. is to see you, mm-hmm. to hear you, mm-hmm. to get to know you, to understand what's going to best benefit you, yeah. and then really to educate you and empower you to have that sense of autonomy to start to take care of yourself in ways that are really accessible. Wow. Yeah. And it's such a unique 
Like this is an individualized approach. It's not one size fit all kind of approach, which yeah. is really, really neat. So so if you're interested in learning more about naturopaths or want to meet one, that's awesome. You know, what what's your website, Adiola? It's www.dradiolamead.com. Yeah, there you go. And you, if you want to give us a call, we'll pass you on to her, you know. She's wonderful. So thank you. thank you so much for educating us about what you do and your scope of practice. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This yeah. is so fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll have you back because I really want to pick your brain on a, a variety of reproductive <laughs> issues, right? And just your approach, right? So we'll definitely have you back. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode and check out Adiola's website and, and come see her in person. She's wonderful, so warm, and she'll be a regular on our show for sure. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks, listeners. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide. Book an appointment or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.